Yo, yo, welcome back to the cast. This is Wednesday, November 25th, day before Thanksgiving. Gobble, Thanks- gobble, gobble. It's the day before Thanksgiving. With you, as always, is N2. Your friendly neighborhood, B-hole. And Q. So, guys, last week we uh, had a super successful uh, group lock with the uh, Browns getting three and a half over the hapless uh, Eagles. Eggles, as uh, Q likes to call them. And then, speaking of Q... Um, six and one against the spread. He's come in nicely and done, buddy. He's, he's picked you. phenomenal since he comes in. So if you guys are getting the advice so far, he's the lead dog to follow. Um, you know, I would yield to him for the picks. Um, and last week we all took the Seattle Seahawks on the Thursday night game, uh, with the three point spread. Um, and then this week they get the hapless Eggles on Monday oh, night football. Yes. So guys, uh, they're going to be eating bird before we get into the number uh, on the game. Quick reflection from last week. Um, I'll just, uh, Go to Q since he had the uh, the big dog stick. And what do you think about last week's performance for the Hawks, Q? Well, it looked like throwback Seahawks, actually, with the way the defense performed and the way that everybody kind of understood where they were at defensively and the fact that they held the number one rushing offense in football to, I think, under 100 yards. Murray didn't get loose. K.J. Wright, by the way, who everybody said was washed, had a fantastic open field tackle. Kenyon Drake had 29 yards rushing. It was was impressive. uh, He played on his toes, not on his heels, for sure, K.J. Right, and the way that we've blasted this defense, because they have underperformed to see that, gives us confidence as Hawk fans, I would all think, going forward. And the run game is important as well, as we saw with having Hyde have a excellent game and speaking of moving forward we have the easiest schedule in the nfl for the remainder of the season i thought yeah like statistically it's like 30th i think if but if we're contending teams by far the easiest yeah yeah, yeah. and it, which kind of scares me a little because <laughs> we know historically we the hawks to, like play to down. play to their competition yeah. exactly well they still got that russell wilson guy yeah um he's undefeated against the eagles so you got that going for you going into this game um we know that Wentz is the most sack quarterback in football, and Dunlap, all he's done is got a sack every game he's played as a Seahawk. And the Bengals look like they did it again, where they let a very good asset go to the wayside. And John Schneider was there with his endless fifth round, sixth round, seventh, bag, seventh round bag of cleats picks and picked the guy up. So that yeah. looks like a just a they ran impressive a little, move. Uh, they ran a little article on uh, our competitor, uh, ESPN.com. Uh, that um, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that the you know the, the four letter network. Yeah, the Seahawks made out the mothership. With, they made out with a a, a killing uh, when it came to not re-signing Jadavian Clowney at the number that he wanted to get versus you know getting uh, Dunlap on trade and restructuring his deal. The value's astronomically better so far. So much. Um, you know, the running game, you alluded to it with Hyde. We kind of had a little, you know, spirited debate last week about what it meant for the Seahawks to just run the ball with whoever you got as the back. And Hyde proved that he's a step above where DJ Dallas is. He's a step above where Travis Homer is. 14 carries, 79 yards. He had a real solid game, but more or less, he looked like that he could he could carry the workload that he, Carson exudes. He looked like the typical Seattle back. Physical, hit the hole, no messing around, oh, no five dancing. Yard, five yards a clip, too. I mean, you... If you can do that, he's a thousand yard back. Yeah. I mean, he's got. He was last year. Yeah, he is. Um, and now it says that Carson's going to be back. We'll have to see it. And then Penny is right around the corner. So as Pete Carroll would say, the circle of toughness is is, well, is and, coming right down the pipe. Here's my thought too. So you know, if we kind of stumbled through having both backs gone, but I think long term playoff run, Carson's legs are going to be theoretically fresh. He's not going to be coming off a 16 game season. 
that it could honestly be a blessing in disguise long term. Well, throwing him season. and Penny in the fold, I mean, you just divided 25 carries between two guys, and you've got pretty much a change of pace as well with Penny because he's got that more explosive step. Mind you, I haven't seen that explosive step since the ACL injury, but I'd like to believe that he's with the you know the modern technology and medicine and the way that guys are coming back and, and playing with full reconstruction. He's, he's, he's not, he's not 28, old. 29 years old coming off the same Sure, injury. and he's got a lot to prove. He's still on his rookie deal. I think it's his third year. Um, I think that the Hawks have no plan of going away from him because they got Hyde on the cheap, and if Hyde continues to perform at the pace five yards a clip and shows he's a suitable step in, he's probably going to be elsewhere next year, just like Mike Davis got you know a better contract in Carolina and off of the shoulders of, Cal- of C- well, Seattle. Yeah. Seattle running backs typically – they do go elsewhere and they do find jobs and they do perform because of their name. Robert Turbin went on to go play with the Colts. Christian Michael caught on with the Colts as well. You know, uh, the Cowboys, excuse Alex me. Collins had a huge um, year with Alex the Ravens Collins that had year. a phenomenal year. Um, you know, they bred Thomas Rawls in their, their system for a year and a half. So, you know, guys with the, the Seahawks system, you know, they tend to, to wear that Seahawk toughness, like you just mentioned, that physicality when they go elsewhere. And they find their way back home again. I mean, Collins is back in here again for his second stint, and he stepped in and had a couple nice runs. Scarborough even had a couple he nice runs, great. actually. Yeah, bad. Too bad. he is. I think he blew his hammy out, totally tore it. He's completely done. But I liked what I saw out of Scarborough. Well, and coming, you know, getting the stable back together, coming into Philadelphia. Philadelphia, at least – Yards based has the 25th ranked rush defense. They're allowing uh, just under 140 yards a game on the ground. I can't imagine that there's a category that they're in the upper half in statistically, the Eagles. Right. I mean, and that's not just a knock on the division that they're in. Think I mean, they're just overall not a good football think team. Think of this. They gave up five sacks last week, and Miles Garrett didn't even play for the Browns. Right. And they still, and so now they're at a total of 40. Maybe we should start tracking this because now it's up to 40 sacks. Wentz they're, they're actually the sixth rate pass defense uh, as far yep. as yards go. They're, they are. Their, their rush defense is a sieve, and, but their pass defense is actually pretty solid. You're right on that. Darius Slay is legit. He's a number one, so we'll get another great matchup this week with, of course, the man known but as DK. He's matchup proof. He, he he's is fucking seasoned at this Lattimore, point. With all the guys Lattimore couldn't hold him down. I mean, ever since Can we game, all admit, though, we need to get him more than five fucking targets, though? Sure. I mean, this 100%. stuff's getting ridiculous. Schottenheimer. And Aikman, as much yeah. as I'm not a huge fan of him, he was killing it killing both him. broadcasts about what are we doing? They right. don't even know how good this guy You've is. You've got and a fucking alien not. on your fucking uh, yeah. team. One. Like, throw him the ball. If you're a diehard Hawks fan and you're listening to this and you know exactly what we're talking about, where Aikman circles the bottom of his screen and he says, if I had Michael Irvin one-on-one with anybody, you rest assured that I'm throwing him the football. And it worked out pretty well when he did. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, yeah. last I checked. He, he, knows, he knows big receivers and... Obviously, we all we all saw what we lost did last week with Pat Peterson just getting absolutely exploited. DK just had so Peterson, many routes. Peterson's washed. Torched him. He looks He's fucking washed. washed. Unless they're worried about running DK into the ground at this point and relying on him, there's no excuse for him to be worked into the game plan heavier. And then again, I mean, Russ did hit him in the fucking head with sure. a pass too, so, the end zone. <laughs> which was that right was like the, where was right the cameras the on that? Oh. I was so confused on what happened there, and then I'm like, oh, he got hit in the head with that. That was what like the, the ultimate fuck? fuck you from Russ to him. And I don't remember if it was the announcer. Someone said that ball. I think got tipped. No, no, it did not. It, it almost got, got fastball. It, it got tipped by his face mask. Is what it got tipped. It made me think of the little Giants practice right didn't have the, the visor it might have got lodged in there sure that would have been an impressive catch that touchdown oh yeah that yeah, counts he's got, oh yeah he's got possession yeah helmet's a part of the body and if then they, he had that if they crossing can pull you route. down by your hair yeah. it better be a touchdown 
Anyway, moving on to the yeah. spread. It's five points for the Hawks on Monday night football. Is that enough? No, it is not. No, no Hawks are – I mean, they won both games last year. Identical score, 17-9. to nine, And they had a gross version of a running game in both times. Um, I, it's not Reggie White night, which the Hawks right. have already won there before, 42-0. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's not a, there's nothing that can really derail the Seahawks. Circling it on the sheet. I'm Hawks. actually this is a I might be the second time, but I'm locking the Hawks this week. That's five points ain't enough. Yeah, I mean that's a I safe. That's a great lock. Safe. I lock. just can't lock them two weeks in a row because I feel like it'd be stealing. No, but I hear that you. is an excellent. Lock. This isn't a homer lock. I mean seriously, no, the, it's not. The, the, if if yeah. I was an Eagles fan, I'd lock the Hawks. Yeah. What is this spread? Yeah. What are they looking at? I mean, the only thing they really have that's great is Miles Sanders is fantastic. Five point seven yards per carry. But here's the 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 thing where you're scratching your head. He hasn't had 20 carries in one game all year. I don't understand that. Why do you want Wentz to keep throwing picks and holding the ball? They want to try sacked? to justify his contract. Don't you think that they just want to justify his deal by putting the ball in his hands more and saying, okay, well, we can do the classic Philly thing and boo you out of town now and cut our losses? It sure feels like that, but I mean, they can't get rid of a guy that actually won this city something. He didn't win him shit. Nick oh, Foles not won Wentz, that I game. know, but I'm talking the coach. The coach needs to hand the fucking football off. Well, the coach Quit can going for two in stupid situations as well. Yeah, he's way into the analytics too much. So, like, the coach can find his way on the unemployment line in Philadelphia. He's a even local with guy, we shouldn't probably crush him too much. He's a Washingtonian, but still, great. I, I yeah. had the Eagles kicker for the first few games of the or first few weeks of fantasy, and they kept going for fucking two. And they'd go for it on fourth down inside the fucking 30. And I'm like, this is a recipe for not success. I got rid of him. It's fucking retarded. It, it doesn't make any sense. And the other thing with the Hawks are more healthy than they've been all year. The defense, they're getting Shaq back. I don't know if Dunbar is going to play, but I think the way Flowers crazily is actually played. Back? Yes. Is he back this week? Shaq's going to play. Yeah, okay. if Shaquille Griffin's out there, he's a total difference maker. Yep. Even, even without him yeah. last he's week. all pro. Even without him Bowler, last week, if that defense that shows up against Kyler Murray uh, comes against you know Carson Wentz or any other quarterback, kind of for a that buy matter, for Seattle as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get a little four days off, you know, and um, enjoy some some travel. I like to think that the Hawks um, have the recipe to to take this going forward with the defense because the last six quarters, if you really look at it, the last two that they had against yes. the Rams, they completely shut down the Rams offense to give the, the the Seahawks offense a chance to get back in the game. That was the only thing that held it up is Russ turning the ball over. Yep. And, and they, they shut down a Rams offense that looked pretty good against a pretty good Bucks defense. Yes, they did. So, you know, I, I always kind of look at who the opponents played before or after you to kind of give yourself a gauge as far as the quality of the win or the quality of the quarters. Obviously, we didn't win the game, but it's it's just a it's a they they threw the ball wherever they wanted against the Bucks defense that's been really solid all year. Rams are proven to be a solid team for sure, but I think that the I think the Hawks are definitely getting five points. We're locking it. Um, anything to close out before we move on to the next game? Are you locking it also? Yeah, I, I definitely lock the Hawks. Group lock on this one. Group lock. Yes. Yeah. Z Boogie's lock of the week. Yeah. And I just the don't. Lock I just don't see um, a scenario to where the Eagles are even leading and the. Um, Seahawks need to come back late. I mean, I know that everyone's going to say the defense for Seattle's, you know, statistically the worst against the pass, but that was the team that that wasn't on the field the last one and a half games. If that team shows up, the Eagles have absolutely no shot. And I feel like with the additions with Griffin coming back and Carson coming back, they can control the pace better on the offensive side of the ball, and they get a playmaker back on the defense. And we get to see fourth-round pick Parkinson play yep. as well, which I'm excited about. I'm. It's sad about Olsen that that just, like, non-contact injury and it just – 
he's yep. It's at this point in his, his career, career I got probably over. I got to be honest, he lasted longer than I expected him to. Yeah, into, into I, the season. I kind of agree with you there. The I know that's that tongue was, in cheek, but it's also legitimate, right? The thing that's crazy with him is as great of a pro as he was, he had a lot of weird like where he looked like he was out of position and false starts too. Not, I mean, so maybe I'd, I want to see the rookie out of Stanford. So let's go. Well, and Disley has proven when he's healthy how well, awesome he is. He's just dead. The tight end position is important for Seattle. They cannot afford to lose Disley at this point in the year. They have to. He has to stay healthy. You better Otherwise, knock on some fucking wood. Automatic there. Jacob Hollister, though. Yep. All right. So uh, second on. game on the docket, um, non Seahawk related. Um, we're going to go right to the division matchup. We got the Tennessee Titans Ooh. at the Indianapolis yes. Colts. We got both teams at seven and three, and both the Colts off huge wins. Colts are three point favorites, and the Colts already have a road victory by seventeen points against the Titans, and they're at home. Guys, uh, new week. This is a tough one for me. New it, game. It honestly is because the Titans are coming off a big fucking win, an overtime win, which, I mean, they, they just pounded the Ravens in the second half. And I was watching did. that game, and you it think Henry's bottled up, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden those body blows take over. And I, yeah. I just I, and momentum plays a role in it, sports. It really does. I will say this How about we, the momentum that the Colts have by coming back beat, from a fourteen Bay. point loss and their defense or fourteen point deficit at halftime. Rodgers to three points in the second half against a quality quality quarterback. You, you know what? I've been touting the Colts all year. I got to take the Colts. It's it, their defense is really fucking good. I think it's better than the Titans. And Philip Rivers is a, he, he's proved to be actually a pretty good quarterback this year in, in a system that maybe is better than Los Angeles after we see the coaching kerfuffles that they've gone through. I mean, you, you're right on with that because Rivers, last four out of his last five games have been huge. And I've been the guy that's been thinking he was washed and crushed, but he just keeps making me eat it with it and having game after game. The one thing I will say with the Titans that oh. they do have going for them is if you look at the analytics, DVOA, they are – I wouldn't have thought this. They're the third best offense by DVOA in all of football because Tannehill has been absolutely balling. But what was the one team he struggled against? The Colts. Not so Colts. I'm taking I'm taking the Colts as well in this. Yeah, the Colts um, are are definitely hot to trot after the 14-point uh, halftime deficit and coming back against the Packers. That was um, a huge, huge game in terms of... Where was that game played? It was in Indianapolis. It was, so yeah. they're back-to-back home games. Right, and... um. I don't necessarily think that the the venue here matters, um, as it already shown in the in week you know just a couple weeks ago. Are they allowed know, to have fans nine. in Indianapolis? I'm not sure. Uh, they did in Tennessee, and that yes, seemed to favor the, the Colts more, I guess. <laughs> right. But um, you know, the the point I'm getting at, I guess, is that the Colts have a lot of good momentum, and they have a lot of good history in this series when it comes to the head to head matchup. I think that three points is super inviting. This is where I tell you that I'm going to take the Titans. Yeah. The reason why I get it. I, I, the, the, the reason why I'm going to take the Titans, hear me out, is because the first game that you saw where the Colts put up 34 points, I don't feel that that's necessarily a microcosm of who they are. I think that they're more of a a dink and dunk team that's not super vertical and I like the, the the Titans formula later in the years. Michael I like the body. Pittman Jr. I'm with if you. If you don't have him in fantasy, you better because I'm... this guy is going to be an absolute freak show star. The only reason he hasn't exploded is because he's been hurt, not because he hasn't produced. Yeah, so, I'm just but... not, I don't buy into the to the the Rivers' ability to to stretch the ball down the field at this point. In throw it to with, Hines. Hold on, throw with, it to... Hold on. Okay, sorry. Hold sorry. on. Without throwing interceptions at a high rate, we'll throw picks. Right. You can't afford to throw interceptions in a division game, but they have um, 
an elite defense to get him out of those right. shitty jams. Exactly. They do have an elite defense, but I like the formula that the Titans use when it showed last year. They got some momentum rolling after getting a quality win, and they got a quality win last week against a quality team who they might match up against in the playoffs. And Henry was the catalyst. He'll destroy your soul. I have that written down on my sheet. He, right. he will single-handedly kill you. He I'm, destroyed my fantasy soul when right. he had that overtime I, touchdown run. clearly, it's not even close to where he ranks as far as, I mean, he might be the best player individually in football. I mean, we could have that debate sidebar, but yeah, he's definitely the best back in football. It's not close. He looks like a fucking left tackle out there running. Sure. I mean, just he just wears you out. So I am scared about it, but as someone said, which I can't remember, <laughs> the Titans have a Colts problem. They and do. I'm going to go with the Colts, but I respect the pick. I love the Titans. Yeah, I, I'm not super confident in it because, like I did point out, yep, that person in reference was myself. Yes, they do have a uh, a, a Colt Oops. problem, the Titans. Yeah, but eventually you got to get the grill you off your back. You put that on a tee. Like, who said that? Yeah, who, who, I do who, believe that Vrabel that? is the better coach over Frank Wright, and that's no slight on Wright. He's got a, a great team going for him at 7-3 and three so, right now. Greatest backup quarterback ever? Right, yeah. Is it he? Was a, no. He was he won he had the greatest backup quarterback moment in a game ever, other than like Doug Williams winning the well, who's, Super Bowl. Who's a better backup quarterback? Jeff Hostetler, like all time yeah, ba- backup quarterback. Time. Oh, we're gonna have to sidebar no, this. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick is that. De- I, I mean, I'd go with Josh McCown or something like or, that. Foles won a Super Bowl. Foles is the, the ultimate, yeah, probably. Is, yeah. Well, Hostetler, I think, did well as sure. well with the Giants. Yeah. How about Trent Dilfer late in his career as a backup quarterback? He was kind of a hit. No, we're getting too sidebarred yeah, here sorry, with that. But it's but all good. Happens. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, moving on to the next game. Uh, Cardinals. Uh, on the road at the Patriots. Go Patriots. Um, You'll never hear me say that again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I uh, The Cardinals definitely um, didn't impress me um, against the Seahawks. And that's not to say that I thought that they would win it. Obviously, we, we picked the Hawks. We locked the Hawks to win it. However, I thought that the Cardinals would come in with a better version of who they are. And they kind of left that game with with Murray hanging his shoulder well, a little literally bit literally hanging his um, shoulder How, what is the shoulder yeah, well, he was banged I mean, up I, he was banged I didn't up feel and super, he, was, he was limited today in practice I yeah believe. I didn't feel super good about um I guess the way that the team responded cuz that happened in the second quarter and they had a lot of time to try to figure out what they can do maybe they should have made a coaching move and and went to I think Hunley is their backup um and because he had a, a road victory when he came in in the second quarter in last year's game against the Seahawks and led him to a victory. So he's serviceable. But this game here, um, I think the Patriots have the ability to corral what makes Kyler Murray really good. And if his arm's not feeling good, his legs certainly have to be his strongest point, right? So I would say that Belichick's going to be doing everything he can do to take the, the ball out of his hands and, and key on him on the option and make him hand the ball off to Drake all day and try to limit the deep downfield pass. And I think the Patriots are going to end up getting this as a uh, home underdog. Not so, so fast, my friend. <laughs> but, I, I'm just going to say the Patriots are trending up and they're getting a little bit of a rhythm. And Belichick with a little bit of a rhythm and some momentum can be a very scary thing. Cam Newton's not a slouch. James White's a stud. Burkhead's out, but they got Sonny Michelle back. Who looked up Demir Bird last week to see if he was available? Because he had a huge game, if that's even how you pronounce this fucking guy's name. But something Bird receiver. <laughs> something Patriots, Bird. 120 yards at least. Here's what I'll say, though, negatively, and why I'm going to pick the cards, and I'll just get it out there. Deshaun Watson had a huge game last week. Mm-hmm. Do we think 
Who's better? Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. Who has better weapons? I think that Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback, but I think that Kyler Murray has better, better weapons. They don't play good against the pass. Now, I think Gilmore's coming back. Isn't it ironic that um, Deshaun had Watson a... had one of those weapons? Yeah. He did, weirdly enough. Right. Yeah. It's like uh, seven degrees from Kevin Bacon or something like that. Six right. degrees of right. separation. Right. Right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, it's, it's not, it's the Cardinals are still that. missing their defensive tackles, though, so that scares me because Belichick is going to pound. I don't know what Burkhead's status is. but they're Burkhead's gonna... done. Yeah, and they'll go with the other. But the other guy so... had a huge game, the other back. Well, so Patriot back. back, too. Right, so they're going to pound it. They're going to try to slow down this offense. But the Cardinals, just kind of like the Seahawks, have had kind of this mini-buy. They're 6-4. and four. They're looking at this impressive division that they're playing in and knowing that they have to get a win. I'm going to pick the cards now. But you don't feel good about it. I don't because I'm worried about this shoulder. And I would advise everybody to really be watching this and seeing if he's questionable. He's going to play regardless, but... That's the only thing that gives me any pause, and the fact that the Sith Lord has been watching film and will probably devise something to make Murray have a tough day. But I'm going to go with the cards, but I'm not comfortable. I'm, I'm not feeling good about it. Pats. 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 Yeah, I'm with the I'm with the Pats as this I mean, straight up on don't even worry about the money line here. I think they win the game. I don't even think you have to worry about points at all. I mean if you well, feel then you should play money line if you're that confident well, about it. I'm playing money line. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean I, I'm picking the, the Pats straight up to win the game. I don't need points to, to pick that one. I, I just don't feel that the Cardinals are gonna be in a position to recover. They might mentally recover because they've had some time, but have they physically recovered and, and most crucially the quarterback. I mean, they might be able to ride the legs of Drake, um, but yeah, Belichick, like you mentioned, I mean, you've given him some time to, re- to you know, figure out a way to shut down what makes this guy tick. Yeah. That's what he does, and he's going to do whatever he can do to, to take away what he takes. I want to see what he does to scheme against him. Just as a football fan, you want to see what Bill's got because Bill always well, he's has got Gilmore too. He schemed against right. Lamar. I want to see it. He went against the Seahawks, who have DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson. So you watch that film, watch that yeah. tape. What did they do? Because the Hawks are just a more polished right hand, ver- you know, better version. Of, excuse me of. Uh, of what Kyler Murray is, you know. Well, he so, has the turbo button, though. Right. Well, he, I get it, but the, the turbo button, like I said, it's got, you know, Belichick, you know, guarding it. You'll see how fast the juice runs out. Exactly. All right, next game on the docket. Ravens Steelers. Ravens Steelers, which is fresh moved from like Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, I'm really upset, yeah. and so is Eric I, Ebron. I mean, we were all looking forward I was, to. Yeah, because that's the only <laughs> one that's exciting on one. Thursday. Yeah, I don't know why the NFL uh, has to take that uh, pride away from us. We have to put up with our families more. Well, here's here's the other thing you got to think about: <laughs> what running backs are the Ravens going to have? So, uh, from what I hear, Dobbins and Ingram are Out. COVID yeah, and not they, playing. Gus Edwards, baby. Yeah, Gus Edwards. But is Gus stashed. Edwards had his best game of the year against the Steelers. You know, I think that this game you have to assume it's going to feature a lot of Lamar Jackson. They need this game. They're six and four. Wait, Steelers is, don't in this, a weird I'm, way. I feel like a broken record, but I've been saying the Ravens are playing must-win games for a few weeks in a row now, and they haven't the schedule, won. As a fantasy owner of Lamar, though, the schedule does get soft. They've got some Jags in there. I think they've got some other. Are those stuff. layups at this point? Because they I don't, don't know. With they this don't team look like that anymore. they're. They don't look like that they're layup quality at this point. Well, he and, can't throw the ball. He's a running back playing quarterback, is what it appears at this point. Well, that was the knock on him last year, and we all got insulted when he was the unanimous MVP. Well, I the the tape has been shown to every coach now from last year, and it it seems like everyone's got his number. No, I totally agree with the tape being you know totally available. So, so a did lot you of know teams have seen him? Pittsburgh has 67 straight games with at least one sack. 
how many straight games have they gotten a takeaway in? I would, I'd like to I mean, check that one. Good. By the way, we were talking about DVOA. Where do you think they rank in defense? Fourth. Oh, probably third overall. Pittsburgh? One. One? Yeah, okay. One. It's not even close. They're number three overall in football. Like we talked about, weirdly, the Saints are number one overall in football. But this Pittsburgh defense is just absolutely ridiculous. Minka. Yes. And we're the only spot, the only weakness they really seem to have Really plays well with the Ravens, though, with the rush D. That's the only thing where they kind of – they're 17th, but if they're able to pin their ears back and and get with Minka and, and Watt is able to get in there, they're an absolute force. It's a four-and-a-half-point number for the Steelers, and they opened at three-and-a-half, so the money's been coming in on Pittsburgh so and far. And rightly so. I think that three-and-a-half is a very attractive number for a team that's 10-0 and who's already got a road win in hand against that team as well. This is, is kind of the... Is that moved to three-and-a-half? No, it's opened at three-and-a-half. Okay. It's at four-and-a-half now, so okay. your money's coming in on Pittsburgh right now. Um, Pittsburgh's 8-2 and two against the spread as well, so, I mean, they're not only winning their games, they're also covering their games. It's going to be sunny and 54 degrees. Right. And they're first in picks, they're first in everything. I don't know if you guys saw Luton play against him last week, but I've never heard of a rate. He had a 15.5 rating. It was looking like a high school quarterback out there. So, I'm going to pick the Steelers. Steelers. And... We'll just go from there because the Ravens can't seem to win a big game. And until they show me they can win a big game, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Steelers. I will go with the room, and I will also take the Steelers at yep. four and a half. That's um, the smart play. Well, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm trying to talk myself out of it because I know that Pittsburgh needs to lose a game at some point, and right. what and better lose one? This is but the one this is their rival coming right. into town. They're not going to take this week right. easy. They're not taking it easy. And now it's not even point, a short hold week. On, hold Sorry. on. At the other, at the flip side, the Ravens definitely know that they're not going to get another chance to, to break that you know 10 and 0 record. I, I almost wonder if the playoffs are on the line with this game for the Ravens. Not necessarily in my opinion because they're up against the the Raiders and the Dolphins. And I'm not saying that the Raiders and the Dolphins are trash, but those are the Dolphins other teams that their are quarterbacks stupidly Browns also. I the Browns are there also. The Browns, Browns are, are 7 and 3. Browns are in the playoffs. Listen, the Browns play those teams so, head to head and the Browns on. don't beat those teams head to head. So you got Buffalo leading their division. They got a game on Miami. They're seven and three in Miami six and four. Pittsburgh ten and zero. Cleveland seven and three. Third place in the division six and four is the Ravens. Indy seven and three. Tennessee seven and three. The Chiefs are nine and one. The Raiders, Raiders are, are six, six and four. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean yeah. they dropped this and they're in serious jeopardy of losing their playoff spot. Absolutely. Well, I mean at this point, and we already talked about week, the lack of layups, 12, maybe. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, I don't think you are who we thought you yeah, were. Yeah. I, right? I don't think there's any way that you're hiding your record at this point. And they can't hide who they are. They just are. They want to run the ball and they want to throw the ball in the middle of the field between the seams, and everybody knows that and makes Lamar throw What's it outside the they, numbers, and on, they can't. I'll ask a question before we move on. What's their ceiling if they lose this game? If they're six and five, is their ceiling ten and six? Is their ceiling nine and seven? I mean, I will pull up their uh, remaining. I'm not trying to put us all on the spot here, but I mean, I'm. I'm Posing a realistic question. I mean, if we're realistically in a question, if their playoff spot might, be I think in they'd be ten and here. six without looking at a schedule. I think if they lose this I mean, game, they'll still win. They've got to the have schedule all, soft. They have to have played all their tough games yeah. by now. They've got Pittsburgh, then Dallas, then at Cleveland, Jacksonville, New York, Cincinnati Giants. Yep. So the the Cleveland game is the one I have them dropping. They'll go they'll go eleven and eleven and five because I think they'll lose this weekend. Wouldn't that be ten and six if they dropped to Cleveland well, and Pittsburgh? Yeah, I, I never was good at math. <laughs> <laughs> Point being, though, it's I mean, yes, once again, another must win for the Ravens. 
Right, but we're all going Steelers. Yeah, yeah. for the for the purpose of the Steel bet and the money in this game, I mean, it's just too good of money. Four and a half points. Momentum is is all on Pittsburgh side. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely not taking the game off. I mean, like I said, the open Ebron was pretty upset that the game wasn't going to be on Thanksgiving. I hope that doesn't mean that that loses some locker room luster for the Steelers going into the game. You know, because. Who knows if they're mentally, you know, deflated. I don't want them to come into it mentally deflated, not prepared to give them their 100% Thanksgiving effort. I mean, when we think of Pittsburgh, though, we think of defense. But shouldn't we think of their ability to draft wide receivers? I mean, they're holy doing great. shit. Yeah. With Claypool, Claypool, Johnson, Claypool. and Juju, that's what they have. And they got and they had a guy named Ooh. Antonio Brown that was kind of good that they drafted, Ooh. like, in the 15th round or whatever. Sorry, I can't get Antoine Randall L. and Heinz Ward out of my head. Right, and who's the other guy they had? Didn't they have a Plexigal Burris? Plexigal. And they had a Another guy that we're not that I'm fucking spacing on right now. They just they are if they were a college they'd be wide receiver you even though they play defense. So you know I'm not the hugest Rapeless Burger fan, but <laughs> cringy. Yeah, he is. Um, but he's got plenty of weapons. Hey, just drag her back into game. the VIP. Right. <laughs> Watch this door. That's an all-time classic. I need some Georgia security guards by my side at all times. All right, so we're all on the Steelers. Next game. Uh, next game, we got the uh, 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. This is actually a pretty important divisional game for us. Well, if the Niners can sneak one, that's huge for us. Well, you, you're talking about must-wins. If you're the um, defending NFC champion 49ers and you believe you have any chance report. of like getting into the division race, which Kyle Shanahan on a hot mic once said a couple weeks ago, he thinks that his team still does have a chance to win the NFC West race. Whether he's on crack or not uh, will be decided. But this week is the proving ground for whether or not he's smoking crack because if his team's healthy or if his team's injured, it doesn't make a difference. They're four and six. You are what you are, regardless if you're injured. Even if they were healthy and they got to nine and seven, at that point they have no chance to win the division and they might barely get in as a wild card in the NFC. Yeah. All um, they can do right now is kind of play spoiler, I think. Sorry, Shanahan, I'm going to I'm going to disagree with your ability to win the division in this division, but they can play spoiler and this is kind of a sneaky game where they could sneak up on the Rams. I wish we had a little bit more points, six and a half. So I got your injury report. Debo is questionable. Coleman's questionable. K1 Williams is questionable. And didn't we say Mostert might play though? Yeah, that's he. They brought him back up off IR. I think he's gonna play. They they they're calling him day to day. They're a different team with Mostert. They're oh, 100%. definitely he's a, a well, third dimension. Yeah, when they can run the ball, they're a totally Completely different team. Different, well, but he can catch the ball too. But they also are having a, a problem playing D. I mean, since Sherman and Bosa and Buckner have exited the lineup, there's probably a three other idiot Niners oh. too. Don't didn't they trade Quan Alexander to the Saints as well? Or they they yeah. lost they lost some guys in the off season as well, but. They haven't been able to stay healthy on the defense. Debo side did of the practice ball. today, though. Debo's a solid wide receiver when he's in the game. I mean, uh, Ricky James had a couple really great audition weeks at wide receiver, so you pair those two guys together. You might have a couple weapons Not for to Mullins be Rams or... radio, though, but we've watched this defense absolutely destroy people two weeks in a right. row, and we think Crapolo's going to come in, or no, is it no, Mullins? Or... I don't even know who the fuck it is, right? Yeah, I mean, it's I hate Pete to pick Hart it. Or it's Mullins. It's... Yeah, so Rams is what we're saying. I am definitely taking Rams at yeah. six and a half. Rams. Um, because the defense for the Rams is just absolutely stifling. It, it left Tom Brady scratching his head, throwing into terrible reads. Yep. He threw into safety's hands twice. One was dropped, the other one was caught. I mean, the guy is just not seeing defenses, or the Rams are playing it so well. They're I think playing, it's a combination of the number of two pass defense, I think. Yep. 
Um, they are. I mean, and they're then, and we all we don't have to talk about the defensive line. Ramsey's playing the the, the Darrell Revis role. He's Did you see him the best dump guy. Evans like a kid? Yeah, he dumped him, he and did. then and Evans did have some plays going forward, but. That's where that guy just showed he's going to be defensive player of the year. Well, Aaron Donald's already getting double, triple teamed on every play. Right. Still and so then Brockers he's still and whoever the, the fuck the rest of the guys they have get sacks because of sure. how dominant Thanos the is. Only, the only way that I see that this game going the Niners way is if Goof somehow shows up in McVay. Might. You know, and we has could a hope. Terrible game Seahawks fans. Shanahan's you know, a decent coach. They're both young guys. I mean, there's probably a spirited ha-ha-ha rivalry there, going on there. There is, I think, because they're kind of on that level as far as young up-and-coming coaches who have had some success. Well, they both have gone to Super Bowl. And lost. lost. Yeah. Who would you take? Uh, if I had to take one right now, if if I had a healthy team and a healthy roster every single week, I would take Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I, yeah. I hate to be the me too guy, but that's what it is. I, and that's no knock on McVeigh, but I saw McVeigh in the biggest stage, and he had no answer he at had a field all goal. for yeah. the defense it's not that like, was put on the field against him it, by Belichick. It was uh, the master guy. The ugliest Super Bowl performances I think we've ever seen. Now, now yeah. with Shanahan, the problem with this though is that I have to be up by twenty five points in the Super Bowl and, and I have to, run to the lose fucking football. Yeah. You know, so I have to deal with big leads and and not being disciplined. But I've seen what that guy does with a trio of running backs that are healthy and a defense that can get to the the, the passer with four guys. They're unstoppable. With I, Kyle I got Shanahan. a question for you guys. What do you think is harder to come back from? Losing and only scoring three points in the Super Bowl or having the lead and losing in the Super Bowl? No, having the lead and losing. I and agree. actually, as we know historically, Super Bowl losers just tank. Sure. They don't They don't exist. Outside of the Pats, I think, that came back mm-hmm. and won it, and Seattle, who made the playoffs and had Blair Walsh absolutely kick it into the stands, mm-hmm. that's about the only teams that have really ever came off life support when you lose the Super Bowl. So this is par for the course for the Niners. This is what we should have expected would happen. Now, this year when the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl to the Seahawks, they will go through the same thing. That's going to be a good game. uh, It is. My answer to that would be that I would... Foreshadowing. I would take definitely the... um, we didn't perform well game in the Super Bowl to where we, we only scored three because um, at least I can go back to the yeah, drawing the board. The Atlanta thing is terrible. Right. Here's my reason. You also right? don't have to see the memes of the Niners defense in that photo after yeah. the turnover touchdown or well, whatever. there's some motivation there. There's no motivation. Can for, you feel it now was 20... the sound bite from their radio play-by-play at sure. that point. Yeah. Well, they, they had a lot to feel good about, but when you had a 25-point lead, and against the Patriots, and you played. Oh, you're talking to the Atlanta. Right. Game. Well, I'm I was just, going, compa- I'm I was just comparing going Niners, the two. Right. I'm just co- comparing the two situations. If you had a 25 point lead and you blew it, and you played really fucking good football, like you played your game, and you look up at the scoreboard and you're left saying, "How did we fucking blow that?" To me, that's not recoverable. Like you can't go into your that's next why season. Dan Quinn's same, at home yeah, right yeah, now. Watching and that's why Atlanta's. Couch. What they are. How do you go back in and look the, the guys in the eye and say, we didn't do what we needed to do when really it was I didn't coach the way I needed to coach and I let everybody down? And how can you buy into this again? You can't. You can't. And they didn't. Yeah, obviously. So I think that the the Kyle Shanahan route, he got a he was offensive coordinator then. Obviously, he got a chance to go and go, to, you know, went to a Super Bowl for the Niners and he wasn't really responsible in my opinion for them losing it. The defense got burnt yeah. late and Mahomes yeah. caught fire at the right time and you know, it, it went how it went. But at the same time, I mean, how the can The Niners recover? had overachieved all year. Sure. I'll just say it. I'm I don't I mean, Garoppolo had a shot. He had Emmanuel Sanders on a post and it's game and he fucking overthrew it. 
That's why they lost that game. I know Mahomes did what he did, but if he hits that post route to Sanders, they were up by ten gonna, with five minutes. They're left. gonna put and that Super Bowl trophy up, and they're gonna have six. Their defense and we're let gonna him down. fucking hate no, it. No, they were up by ten with five minutes left. There's no excuse. He overthrew a fucking touchdown. You don't. You shouldn't have to. I hit also. That do, I to don't. Win. And I'm gonna. You guys are gonna look at me like I've got three fucking heads, but you're good. Mahomes didn't even play that great. No, like, the, the Chiefs in hold played he terrible. He got lucky yeah. with Tyreek Hill just finding this big ass yes. hole that any, I could have thrown the ball to Tyreek right. Hill. It was not like he hit him. In and stride. then Sherm's never been known for his speed, and now yeah. he's behind, and everybody makes memes about that because fuck yeah, speed thought, guys fuck him up. I thought they played terrible. I mean, the, the, for what the Chiefs normally put out, I mean, the, I yeah. didn't think that, that wasn't they played the Chiefs to their standards. that we supposedly no, no. hear about, and they're more dialed now. But we're getting fucking yep. sidebarred again. It's so. all good. Anyway, so we'll uh, go Rams. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were just talking about him. The Chiefs, Chiefs at Bucks. So we got the Chiefs at um, nine and one. Which Tom and Brady are we going to get? Yep. Which Tom Brady? Three and a half point favorites. The Buccaneers are seven and four. That's um, not enough points. Yeah, the Chiefs I mean, are fucking rolling. God, the Bucks need this game so bad if they're even going to stay in the conversation for the division. They're still like a, a game and a half out. Here's well, what the here's what the Bucks have going for them. They're not facing an absolutely dominant pass rush in the Chiefs. So Tom is going to be able to pick his box. Breland is trash on the Chiefs, so he's going to get a lot of PIs against him. He's not going to fuck with the Honey Badger. He's just going to attack over there. And we know the Tampa Bay defense is really good. And we can all talk about how great the Chiefs are, but we have seen moments of weakness throughout this year. I mean, the Patriots had them on the ropes. The Chargers had the them Raiders on the ropes. The Raiders had them on the ropes. Tampa Bay has a great defense. Mahomes is going to do what Mahomes does, but he's not going to light them up, even though he is the MVP of Before the league. Before you make your pick, I've got Roethlisberger and Brady on my fantasy football team. Roethlisberger. Against the Ravens. Yeah, I like Roethlisberger. I'm going to go with matchup. Brady on or that Brady because on the I'm going to go with Brady because the Ravens' pasty is really good. And I, I don't think s- I see the Raven- I see Pittsburgh running. And I think game. this is a high scoring game. I think both games could be really high scoring. To they be could honest be. with you. I mean, the points are what 55. Yeah, yeah. this is a yeah. big over under for 55 and a half. Absolutely. And I might still take the over. I'm yeah, going to take yeah. I'm going to take I'm going to take the goat and I'm going to take the three and a half points and I'll just leave it at that. He's been pissed. He had a shitty week. Everybody's saying he's dead, and usually when this guy gets called dead, he has a big game, Bounce and back. he's, he's going to want to show it. And the Chiefs really don't have anything to prove at 9-1. and one. They could kick one here. You know what? I was, Going le- bucks. I was leaning Chiefs before Q started talking, but all the stuff you're saying makes a lot of sense. They're at home, and every time Brady comes off a loss that he's just embarrassed, he fucking always comes back clutch. And they have Ronald Jones, and where do the Chiefs suck? Rundy. He's, they're going to pound it, and he's going to be able to play action. He's not going to have pressure. And when he's able to do that, I'm going to be pissed. all have seen I'm gonna be what he does. I'm going to be pissed, if I could have gained one on you by picking the Chiefs like I was going to, but I'm going to take the Bucks. God damn it. <laughs> and Nick's going to take the Chiefs? Yeah. No. It's a smart play. No, I'm not taking the Chiefs. Three and a half points. No, I'm going to take the Bucks. Yeah, I like the Bucks just simply because, um, you know, Q kind of mentioned it. The Rams have a super good defense, and they played really well last week against the Bucks. And the Bucks still managed to put points on the board, and they didn't look helpless against that defense. The Chiefs don't have the same caliber of defense that the Rams possess. They don't have that individual playmaker. Good one couple guy. of players, but they not. Chris Jones is the next right. Aaron Donald, right? Right. But and he's we still know not... Frank Clark, and we know Mathal. But the rest of the guys you look at and you go, eh, they're just kind of guys. No, I'm just saying that this is a game to where, like I mentioned, you, you got to win this game if you're the Bucks, if you're even in the conversation to win your division. Realistically, at 7-4, and four, 
Your ceiling's probably 11 and 5, and you need to get the Saints to drop a couple. Best case scenario is you run the table and you win the next five and you finish 12 and 4. Even then, you still need help. I don't think that there's a scenario to where you lose this game back to back at 7 and 5, and then you run the table to go 11 and 5 and win the division. So mentally, the Bucks have got to get it. Arians is probably really, really you know, in Brady's ass about right. the interceptions. He's going to be very red-faced this week. You're right. Well, the Kangle might even get pulled out, which has been the worst part with COVID. With the no Kangle, he's had to go hat with the face shield. Well, my mindset is is that Arians is going to do what he can to take the ball away from Tom a little bit and try to ride Jones and Fournette in this one. Because like you mentioned, you know, you got this no big more shiny, Fournette for me. Can't you got this catch big shiny shit. fast car and the Chiefs offense right. on the other side of the field. You don't want to give someone the keys to that, baby. Pound the rock. I, I have a question for you guys. So Bucks. Yeah, Fire the cannon. We're all taking the bucks. But <laughs> last week, Clyde Edwards Alaire, 14 carries, Le'Veon Bell seven. Mm-hmm. Do you think that slides more to Bell as the season goes on? You think they're gonna almost yes. see a fifty fifty? It'll depend on the pace of the of the game that they're Le'Veon playing. Le'Veon looked pretty yeah. good last week. I could see that happening. Did. I could see Le'Veon working his way to being the lead bell cow by Who the, the time we get to the end. Who the fuck doesn't look good in that offense, though? I mean, is Travis Kelsey not look like just, I mean, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Jesus. I mean, they're just our Lord loaded. and Savior. He's only throwing two picks, and they're both against the Raiders. Well, I mean, a Pirate's playing this week, so maybe he gets a pick, but he's they're ridiculous. They're similar. Yeah. And he doesn't get sacked, and you already knew that, because he's got all the time in the world, and he's... He's ridiculous. But. Hey, I like the Chiefs, and we're, we could all look really dumb, but I, I think that the Bucks are being overlooked here um, as a home dog, and if you're getting three and a half, take That's it. Because if the Chiefs get a late field goal and just win by three, you still get that half point. So yes. I would definitely take that. Um, moving on, we got the Sunday night game. I'm uh, excited about this game. Absolute classic. <sighs> if you're a fan of football, you like this game. This is a certain team from a certain city in a certain place that is known for a certain Ditka. That is the Bears. Bears. Chicago IL. So, yeah, the Chicago Bears. How many heart attacks is that there, Bob? Uh, Baker's Baker's dozen. dozen. (laughs) Baker's dozen, Bob. They said I had a Polish sausage logged in my esophagus or whatever the fuck he said. (laughs) Aorta. So, uh, yeah, Da Bears are eight-and-a-half-point dogs, and they don't know who Da quarterback is. Uh, Which looks- scares Da me. <laughs> no shit. Because I know Mike Glennon, who looks funny in his helmet, has had moments. He looks funny without his helmet. Right. He's like a human giraffe. What if I told you he was, like, on the NC State team with Russ? It's fucked up. He's the and he's had league. moments. Yeah, Glennon's he's- had fucked up moments where he's played really good. He's not the missing link to the Bears' uh, key to winning, though. I mean, they need no. uh, a healthy no. Nick Foles to even have a chance, even if Tradixie uh, came I out there. I wish Tradbisky was actually playing because well, I would pick him because it's eight and a half points. Even then, Rodgers just got his you know his team in a great position to win with a 14-point, half-point lead, and they come back, and did they get three points or, or six points? In three. The, three. Three, and points. then MVS fumbled, and, sure. and, and you got the shitty yeah. face that you get from oh, a yeah. Sure, you, you know got what? the what-the-fuck face. Valdez-Scantling deserved that shitty face. He yeah, just he dropped a fucking ball. Yeah, freezing cold takes had a fucking what the field fuck day with Fleur. that because everybody was like, nobody talk more shit about MVS, and then he fucking fumbles on a screen ball. But hey. moving forward, it's not like he's playing a fucking picnic. This defense is fucking super badass. Number one defense in the red zone. Number one defense on third down. We know they've got a guy named Mac. So Rodgers might have what the fuck face. If I knew if the Bears had anybody but the guy normally giving beer and hot dogs for quarterback, I'd be very confident. But I don't know who the fuck is playing quarterback right now. Well, here's so the thing. I think I'm the, confused. I think the spread would be smaller if we did know. And it was someone who was 
named Folzer Trubisky. I mean, if one of these guys pulls a Undertaker and comes back from the dead on fucking Saturday, take these points with these Bears. If like full, I don't know if that's even possible. I don't. I gotta I look up the report. Eight and a half to me seems like a big number for a division rival. But, but do you? The Packers are going to score, right? Absolutely. I just don't see how the Bears are. Exactly. Absolutely. So you have to take the Packers. I just don't see how the the Packers don't cover this spread. If even if they win thirteen to three, I mean, I just don't see the Bears generating an uh, Matt Nagy. Trubisky was a full participant. Well, I just fucking looked it up. Can he fucking him, play? Even with him, I'm not. No, I, I'm not into it. And here's the thing. Rodgers coming off of a loss like that. They need to win. He's going to score, too. Yeah, he's gonna, What the fuck? You're he's, right. He's going to want to throw four fucking touchdown passes. Just they like gotta, they'll have, get a lot of field goals. Just, this is the well, number one Reds. They got to keep pace with They Seattle. lost to the Bucks, and he came back, and they ran that fucking score up. Sure. They, it, they've, got, personal they, they've got losses to the Bucks. Um, you know, they, they can't afford to, they, you know, they can't afford to be losing games to the Bears. The, the Bucks lost to the Bears. I know that by a point, but. You know, number the, two D, offense and DVO. Well, here's the so thing everything too. you guys are saying is correct. Here's with, the thing too. So if the Bears do win, they go to six and five, and the Packers are seven and four. They're in it. They're. Right, I mean, that's a one game race going down the stretch. And for if the, the Vikings don't shit their pants against the fucking Cowboys last week, holy shit, we got a we got a fucking race. Could be a. a the Lions aren't complete. Trash. So what's the spread you have up to date? Well, actually, they don't. Is it well, eight and a half? The Lions did get shut out by the Panthers last week, so there's an honorable you are complete trash mention. Right. Uh, so the spread is yeah. eight and a half for the Packers, but your over under is only forty five. So what we're you know really talking about here? Bears D's really fucking good though. No, we're also talking about the Bears offense is really fucking shitty. It's the shittiest. You talked about it. They. It's the shittiest. It is. It's the thirty first and third downs. It's the thirty second and red zone touchdowns. Yeah. So Happy, they're dog shit. Yep. They're Happy. probably thirty third and something else too. I'm sure if they could they be. They would be worse than even a team that doesn't exist. Sure. I mean. I, I'm gonna so we go taking with, the cheese, cutting the cheese I'm, this I'm week. I'm going with the cheese heads. The Sorry, you're not going with the Bears. Yeah, not going with the Bears. Yeah, so um, if the Bears were starting 11 Ditkas, I'd probably take them in the points, right. but they they'd not. win by 140. Yeah, the mini Ditkas. All right, are taking the cheese. Well, we got some college games, believe it or not, as well this week still, and unfortunately, we're minus our biggest uh, duck uh, uh, homer on the West Coast duck tonight. Honk. And I think he's not here because he's a little nervous of the beaver. Well, I be. would be nervous of the Beaver, too. I wish I had the statistics rolled out, but the Beaver team that beat Cal last week, which, by the way, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. We all had the Beavs covering straight up against Cal last yes, week. Yes, we did. The Beavers can run the football. If Jameer the Be- Jefferson might be the offensive player of the year in the Pac-10. If they can continue 12, to run whatever. the ball at the Pac-10. clip that he's going 100. I just called it Pac-10 for yeah. so many years. 150 yards a game for that guy on the ground. Um, and he and Washington's D looked pretty stout well, against Arizona. The whole so. thing with Washington, if we're really, if we want to go there right away, what I will say with Jared not here to defend himself, I won't crush him too much. But if Dat plays for UCLA, that's an L that Oregon takes. They had a lucky pick at the end of the first half, or they take an L. So I didn't pick that game because I never picked the zeros. But if you took the Bruins last week, you oh, were I did. happy. Oh, I never would take and the two Ducks. did. Yeah, I would never be taking the Ducks in the points. That's just like asking me to lose twice. Because yeah. if they win and don't cover, you don't want I'm going to bang shit. my head against the table. Um, so, hey, real quick before we do the Pac-12 games, I just wanted to point out that Nick Saban successfully managed to get COVID for a second time. And now he's not going to be coaching in the Iron Bowl this week, but they still have a 24.5 point number against Auburn. Just like Whoa, talked, damn Eagle. Just like we talked about Indiana last week, that's a 
that's a fucking disrespectful line. That's a huge, huge line huge for number. the Iron Bowl, man. Throw I mean, the records out. We used to hear yeah. that shit for years, and now you're going to give them 24 and a half? Why, a Saban's going to have, yeah. like, what, his 55th battle of COVID or whatever right. he's got? Which I thought we couldn't get that twice, but I guess when you're so badass as Saban, he wants to beat it twice. Yeah. Give me the fucking, give me the Tigers. I'm 2-0 and oh against COVID. Yeah, Tigers on the number for two and, sure. Two and I mean, I would, there's no, there's no money good, line. Got a pretty good game plan coming in this week. <laughs> yeah, Nick Saban's awful. He's like Belichick Jr. He really is the he Belichick. coached with Belichick yeah. at the Browns, oh, I think, I know. That's what, oh, yeah. which we know. Yes. Oh, yeah. They were together at one point in the uh, NFL uh, hierarchy. So you guys are all in the Auburn as well? Yeah, give yes. me the Tigers. And all I right. think the next press conference we see Saban in, Belichick will be in the background holding a subway foot long. yeah who knows he's gonna be holding something uh so coming up on the pac 12 schedule this week we've got some rivalry games we've got uh what do they had do i want to jump ahead with that hold on hold on no we don't we have is it called keep it in your pants or the big game it's It's the the fucking big game where all i know is a band came on a field once and all of a sudden it's the big game well brandon's from the northern california region he probably has a lot of history on this so stanford at cal the game, the big game, we got Cal one-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm I, taking Stanford. I can't tell which Stanford team is taking the field each week, but I can tell what Cal team is taking the field each Cal week. Cal hasn't even been able to practice. They're not I, good. They're not good. They're not good. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna take Cal. Stanford. I, I, I think they're better if they can actually get coached with Wilcox. Not interested. Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. Stanford take the tree. Is, I get it. Uh, so – just from what I've seen from Cal so far in the two games that they have taken the field in, the 34-10 to 10 home loss to UCLA, yeah, I mean, they just don't look like a team that's at the same level talent-wise with the other teams in the Pac-12. I don't care how practice. many weeks they didn't have the practice. They didn't have all spring to practice. They didn't have all summer to practice. I'm not buying that shit. Give me the Cardinal. Next, we got the Civil War. Actually, Ugh. I think they don't call it that anymore. I think no, that's they, that's banned. And they rename it something? They haven't renamed it, but they're going. Wasn't to. it like the Battle of the Platypus or something? The Platypus Cup, the Platy. Yeah. So Oregon Ducks. Yep. The the team Afor not mentioned, and the then zeros. the Oregon State Beavs. Thirteen and a half point uh, underdogs. Oh are, my goodness! This is so disrespectful. <laughs> this it's is a rivalry game, right? We throw game. the records we out. Throw the, we throw the records out. There's guys out there for Oregon State that are. In the annals of history, like Jonathan Smith, who's coaching, who's like, come on, I well, beat and these Oregon guys. State had a chance to beat them last year. They were they had the ball there driving, and they fumbled on a bubble screen or something like that. Is this in Burrito Stadium? Oh, or this is, is this in, in the Aust- Burrito. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Reeser. Okay, Reeser. got it. Yeah, give me the Beavs. Give me the, the Beavs. I'm, not I'm never picking them. the zeros, and they looked, uh, they looked terrible last week. Do they, they were saw, atrocious. Do they saw a log after every touchdown like the Timbers do after every goal? No, I think it's a, it's a third down thing, I think. When the, the oh, yeah, opponent has it third down, they fire up the chainsaw. Right, the beef, yeah. Burn, burn. That's what that was, in case you guys right, couldn't the, fucking tell. Uh, no, I, I kind of, yeah, no, I was like, that's why I was asking, and because the guy he pulls the chainsaw after they score a goal, and they they hold up this piece of wood, yeah, yeah. And, and everybody it means something, and everybody pulls I up, like, yeah, fucking, I fucking hate yeah. soccer. The last soccer game I went to was several it's years ago. Football. It ended in a zero-zero tie, and I'll never go again. Sidebar shot at the Timbers there. Yeah, sorry, well, f- sidebar oh. shot at fucking Sounders, soccer. anyways, because we fuck you, fuck you, Sounders Timbers. Sounders till you die. Woo. All right, so uh, 13 and a half, I'm on the Beavers. Any fucking game that can end in a 0-0 tie... Isn't a game. Is not a fuck... What the fuck? What Who did we show up All right, have a good night, I guess. Right, we'll nobody fucking won. Yeah, that's the way it goes. 
All right, so next on the pack, they didn't even have penalty kicks. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, you're right. They take a um, they take a tie and they count that as a point for something. Like everybody gets a point. Yeah, you, yeah participation trophy it's sport, the most liberal sport yeah. ever. Oh my gosh. So uh, Colorado, the Buffs, they look pretty good. Two and zero on the road against the Trojans. Three and zero, who also look kind of good. They're Eleven points. Finally looked good last week. Eleven they looked points. like shit before that. How be- many points oh, to the Buffalo guys? I, I believe that there was only one person around the table last week who had USC, and that was me. Yeah, it wasn't you, me. You believed in the spoiled thought, children. So just like that uh, Colt and Titan problem thing, yeah, so, uh, you know, Utah has a USC problem. So I don't know if Colorado has the same issue. But so far, Colorado looks like they're pretty good. This is a game that I think that the Trojans could kind of falter at a little bit. But I'm going to take the number here. 11, Trojans. Let's go. Yeah. Trojans. Buffalo. I like it. What sound does a Buffalo even make? Uh, thump, 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 thump. I have to put my ear to the ground to hear the buffalo coming, so right. give me a second. Yeah, hold on, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, here they come. Yeah, uh, I just, yeah, I think USC, uh, they look like the next best thing um, in the Pac-12 besides Oregon at this point. The Huskies might have something to say about that. Well, look how they played against Arizona and what UW absolutely sure. decimated. So sure. I get well, it. Here's going to be a good barometer to tell who you think's better between USC and Washington because Washington, they had the Apple Cup unfortunately canceled due to COVID. And then BYU yep. pussied out like yep. they always have. Yep. They had a ch- any time, any place, anywhere, just not Seattle. Mm-hmm. And don't come here to kick our ass because no. we have to see what the rankings are. Right. So, but Utah, they play in the same state as BYU in and Utah. And they decided that they are the badasses. They're men. Right? Yeah, they, and they want Kyle Winningham is my favorite coach in all of college football. So I Pack have the mad respect. Come to Seattle, seven point dogs. The Huskies are favorites at home. Um, I'm not sure how this game is going to stack up on the number because last year Utah came in and got a straight up. We don't victory. really know what Utah is. They played one game against USC and their quarterback got hurt. Um, they're playing with a backup quarterback, but all I know is with that program, they're going to play defense. They're going to run the football. They're going to be physical. But battle what I do N- know... Battle of Nakua is here and, as well. Right. Brother versus brother. What I will say about UW, obviously, Homer aside, what I saw last week was by far the best offensive line in the Pac-12. Maybe the best stable of backs... And then if the receivers could just catch the football, this freshman guy that nobody had starting would potentially have a shot at being packed well. Freshman of the year. Oh, no question about it. Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm taking the dogs, obviously, because they have the talent. Um, It has nothing to do with the jacket and hat you're wearing. It has nothing to do with the Homer (laughs) part at all. Yeah. yeah. I'm obviously picking them. Do oh, n- yeah. Dog seven. Yeah, I'm taking it as well. Hey, uh, what sound does a ute make? Uh, what is a ute? Uh, I don't know, but it's going to win this week. Ooh. <laughs> That's a great movie. I've been referencing it for weeks, and I picked them last week with the guy from, uh, fuck, not the Adams Family, that other fucking movie. Anyways, he plays the judge in My Cousin Vinny, and he's... That's literally oh, yeah. what he says. Yep. What is a Ute? Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. I don't know my name. I though. would pick Utah against anybody else, but I'm not picking them against my school. Go with the B-hole if you want some legit non-homer pick, but go dogs. You Fucking fire up the siren. You know what? I If it wasn't for the first down that could have, should have, would have been, I, I might take you. Uh, Do you game. think they'll win 
lose. Well, the bet was last week, right? They were going to lose two games mm-hmm. before the Ducks. That's what I said. Now that you saw a 37-0 game at third quarter and they pull their fucking guys, are you willing to make that bet now? Now that you've seen more film, yes. how many athletes they have and mm-hmm. how dominant they are, you're still willing? Okay, well then everybody should know in podcast land, we will have a bet. What's After the, the mics, I, I don't know what the fuck it'll be, but it'll are, be something. We're coming up with it. So next week, we'll have a bet. We'll have line. a bet on the table. And I think that the Huskies are going to have a legitimate test on their hands this week. I'm also on the oh, Homer. It's fucking Utah. I'm on the Homer goggles as well because I don't know what Utah team's going to show up. But I do believe in the defense that the Huskies put out, and I also believe in the offensive line and the They took backs. a guy that had torched USC, and he had fucking nothing. Arizona had zero offense passing the ball you're not passing against this fucking secondary all right so Period. we got one Next last game. pac 12 game and then i've got a surprise topic before we leave all right so arizona the team afford mentioned that we can mention uh they take on ucla on the road this week it's, it's a gap plan so i haven't gotten the injury report in front of me for ucla that's the starting quarterback who missed last week's game for ucla but the backup came in and played extremely well and only losing by three on the road they still played good. They, four picks? He had to throw he the ball. Four fucking picks? He had to throw the ball. <laughs> the fuck? I don't want to crush you, he but he didn't play over here. Four picks. He has they to beat the Oregon by two scores if they have their starting quarterback. They had to throw the ball, though, and he got thrown into the lineup. I mean, he led them to it. running it with, down their fucking throat. They had a chance to win, though. UCLA has a great back. I don't know what his name is. Number 10, but he was fucking crushing Oregon. Well, speaking of number 10, that's what they're favored by <laughs> against the, the Wildcats. So I'll tell you what. Arizona look like take Wildcats Give me the Bruins. terrible. I will definitely yeah, ride UCLA. UCLA just based on what I saw What from sound does Arizona. a Bruin make? It's a bear. Well, why don't they fucking call it a bear then? It's a good question. What's a Bruin? It's a type of bear. A guy that gets his ass beat by a Trojan. Have they you, couldn't have, have you ever heard of it bears. in reference to a bear anywhere else other than their school mascot? All right. Surprise topic. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. This weekend, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Also, we've got the undercard. Uh, was it Logan Paul against... Uh, I just want to see him get his face broken. Nate I, that, Robinson, I former for NBA. Not former Husky. <laughs> yeah, he is former Husky as well. Nate Robinson? We're talking Nate fucking Robinson, you didn't freshman know this. football player versus oh, so this freshman is, oh, fucking basketball. This is breaking what news to fuck? Q. Oh, I didn't realize this. This is a pleasure. If you guys are just tuning in, Q is now literally what the fuck facing me that he doesn't know Nate Robinson is fighting YouTube sensation. Was it Jake Paul Q, you or didn't Logan, know this? Logan Ryan or something? Nate like Robinson's a fighter? He's boxing on the undercard in the Roy Jones uh, Tyson fight. Absolutely. Here, I'll oh. pull it up right now for us. Jesus so we have it criminy. Here, yeah. It's a, it's a full card with a... Nate Robinson fighting this guy who's on YouTube, calling everybody out. And then, yeah, of course, it's led this by... Is the fucking undercard? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm pulling it up right now. Sorry for the delay. Um, but, yeah, this is exciting news. Anyway, if we just get to the main card here real quick on the main fight. but So it's Jake Paul, excuse me, cruiserweight, six-round fight versus Nate Robinson. He's a YouTube sensation. Right. YouTube sensation, whatever. Jake Paul against former professional athlete who's never boxed Nate Robinson. But Nate Robinson's punched people in the face, I guarantee it. I'll just take Nate Robinson yeah. without even looking at Nate. it, just because this guy is like what five foot six and he could jump o- he could he dunk. Could, yeah. He's the most athlete he started as a freshman at UW back in the day. Yeah, sure. he's a stud. Yeah. His dad is Jacques Robinson, the yep. only Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl MVP of all time. So the kid's got lineage. He was a Nick, he was a stud. He was in the big three, and now he's gonna go crush Logan Paul, Mike Paul, whatever the fuck. Something Paul. 
So yeah, what doesn't matter if it's a uh, you know Paul Harvey or Paul Newman. Is this one of those stupid ESPN <laughs> Plus only fights? Uh, I was going to ask if I no, have to buy a, this. It's a pay per view. It's a it's a pay per view. It's, but it's, not, it's like it's not forty bucks e- or something like that. It's not through ESPN. No. Sixty bucks, whatever. Um, I'm buying it either way, but either way, give me yeah. Tyson. Have you Are seen? Are we him? already going to that? Yeah, the clips right on it. Yeah. Have you seen the clips of him training? Of course, of course. He looks fast. He'd beat my ass. Tyson's your odds favorite at minus two twenty. Jones is coming in at plus one seventy. A here's draw the thing is plus twelve hundred. Here's the thing that's crazy, and anybody that's watched boxing uh, forty nine ninety nine by the way knows that this literally might be the most two dominant fighters we've seen in their periods of time. We all know I grew up with with Tyson, and that was the stud of all studs in all of sports. Kid Dynamite, the guy was dominant. And he had a run unlike any other. And then Roy Jones Jr. in his time frame was so dominant. Doesn't Roy Jones have a a better resume? He might. He's the only fighter in history with CompuBox that has never had a punch landed him in a round. In one actual round. He was so dominant that he went from the light heavyweight all the way up to win the world title. He crushed everybody. He should have been in that fucking piece of shit Rocky Balboa movie. The only piece of shit outside of maybe five in the series but Antonio fucking Tarver got it because beating Roy Jones Jr. I don't know if we're going to get an exciting fight here. Part of me wonders if Mike's going to be the psycho, the killer that we all grew up with. Or the he Zen master. He is fantastic on his podcast. He smokes a lot of weed. He is just absolute greatness. I would have never thought as a kid and what he went through that he would turn into the guy that he is. He's such like a cool human now. He's just so cool. And I don't know if he's going to have that killer instincts because that's what the old Mike had. I'm going to pick Roy because he's the more active of the two, but obviously you don't the think, kid me you is going to pick Mike fucking on. Tyson. You don't think Tyson gets back in that ring and it doesn't just fucking click? If like, he shows up in a towel with black boots and black shorts, then it's over. I think he's coming in ready to kill somebody. I, I do think too. he's. I think he's got Has that he itch. Found it. I think he's got that, that itch. The that, tiger, the I lion. Think, I think he can refine it the second that that first bell rings. He's a fighter. He is. It's in his DNA. It's. It's just. It's muscle memory, and it's that. That kind of killer instinct is ingrained in you for life, whether you smoke a lot of weed now and are a Zen master or not. Yeah. Uh, so and he I, hasn't. He found that itch, and he's been training like how he used to train. I'm not going to back under custom auto. I'm not going to back off on my pick up to this point. I've thought Roy Jones is going to win, and I will That's still. What I pick. I will still and, take Roy Jones. He was, but I'll he, be rooting for Tyson in a fucked up way. Jones was near perfect. He was 50 and 0 yeah. at one point, and yeah. then before Absolutely he got unstoppable. Old, yeah, before he got old, and his and reflex, he's younger. Than, he's you know, younger than Tyson too. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the fastest years. fighter I've ever seen. He had. He literally would put his hands at his sides. Nobody could touch him. He's. He's Roy Jones Jr. He's fucking Roy Jones Jr. Exactly. exactly. He's Roy Jones Jr. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Right. Um, but yeah, so here's a side bet on the fight. Over or under seven and a half rounds, there's eight rounds total. So far, the Are they under, wearing headgear or any of that no, shit? No, no headgear. It's not an exhibition nope. as Apollo Creed nope. would, or is yeah. No headgear. So the under seven and a half rounds is your favorite at minus one eighty over plus one fifty. So the money says it's not going the distance. Hmm. Anybody thinking they want to take the under on seven and a half or over on the going the distance? I think the under with their age because someone gets caught with one at fifty plus years old. They yeah. might just call it. You know what I mean? You're gonna you get your bell rung and you don't know where you're at for a second. B holes right on that. I'm gonna go with the under too. I think the under is a super easy bet at minus 180. That's stealing at this point. Yep. Absolutely. One of them will just get exhausted and probably punch themselves out. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, so basically, that is all I had for the surprise uh, like sidebar. Like the surprise sidebar boxing. boxing. And yeah, so it's going to take a back seat. By the way, B-Hole, um, you can live stream uh, the Tyson fight on Tyson on Triller dot com or f-i-t-e tv it's fifty dollars it also says tv traditional pay-per-view providers so uh there's a plug for all the tyson uh triller uh followers and you that know how to work the internet and get your pirate sites you do you but there is ways to find this fight sure on the low legitimately absolutely or illegitimately yes (laughs) well hey guys um I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Hopefully, we'll be back next week um, with a full crew again. But hey, Real um, quick, though, fuck ham. Turkey all day. Right. All right. Yeah. And Okay, we had to do it, and I got to take a serious leak, but I would say greatest Thanksgiving movie ever, real quick. Oh, man. Greatest Thanksgiving movie? Thanksgiving? Man. Is there Thanksgiving yeah. movies? Are there Thanksgiving movies? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. If I have to drop the lead with man. John Candy, I mean, fucking A. I think You're I'm, showing your age, kid. I'm, yes. more, I'm more prepared for like the, the Christmas movie drop yeah. or my favorite all-time comedy, <laughs> but I didn't have a... Thanksgiving movies. I didn't have a Thanksgiving movie on my head. I don't even... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling right now to even well, I think crippled about you. It. My yeah. fault. You we'll just yeah. take Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve it's Martin like, and John Candy, yeah, and it's, it's a W. My favorite Thanksgiving movie is Sunday night or Thursday night football. Yes. yes. Oh, Thursday, yeah. Yes. Exactly. So we, we have, don't yeah, so we don't have to deal with each other. You know, that's, that's it. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule. Yeah. We'll see you in a week. This is N2. The B hole. NQ. Thank you. Uh, Zbookies.com. Follow us on Twitter, Parlor, Facebook, Instagram. You guys have a good night.